Five by five at the movies. Five by five at the movies. We like watching movies. Now listen to the show. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, I did that on the first try this time. Hey. I like it. Hi, Dan. Hey, Keith. How you doing? Doing all right. How about you? I'm all right. <laughs> it's been a wild couple days. Yeah. I, um, I'm very excited because Fantastic Fest announced that it's going to be live again mm-hmm. uh, and in person, unlike last year's digital uh, fest, of which I was not invited to be a part of yeah but uh the austin american services were not needed no uh this face is not for a virtual this isn't in person it needs to be appreciated that's why i have a podcast the opposite of a face for radio yeah yeah face for in person uh so the austin american statesman and austin 360 all these things are sharing the same picture around which is uh one of the red carpet interviews Mm -hmm. of it's like a all the uh the people but because they put me dead fucking last on the red carpet so that <laughs> if they ran out of time they could just skip me yeah. i'm like front and center in the picture so i look yeah. like the most important because you can't tell what direction it's going in the picture nah. so nah, it's like me like, yeah you're up against like the wall with all the logos yeah and, yeah so it's like me interviewing someone who i want to say is the director of a film who i did not use their interview but next to him mm-hmm. is uh, cross from Karate Kid, yeah. and then Stephen Lang, friend of the show. Uh, so it was a very cool picture, and uh, and the the print version, not the Instagram version. You can see the little sign I'm sitting on or standing on that says Five by Five at the movies. So yeah. that makes me really happy. Yeah, <laughs> a little legitimacy to the podcast. Yeah, that made me happy. That's awesome. Um, also, guess what? Huh. This episode is brought to you by BloomsandMoonlight.com because hey. I forgot to say it last week. Whoops. Oh, well, go get yourself a macaroon pin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. get some pins. At, what was that website? Uh, it's bloomsandmoonlight.com. Yeah. All right. Uh, no new reviews, no new ratings, no emails, no new Patreons, but we haven't lost any. Hey. Meaning your father is still not re-signed up. That's fine. <laughs> We're not on any charts. But, Dan, what's uh-huh. the number one movie in America? Uh, is it still the Statham one? Nope. Ooh, something new come out? Something new did come out. Something we talked about many, many times. Oh, Something that Chris Rock brought back. Oh, Spiral's out. Spiral, 8.8 million. A good showing for Spiral. Yeah. Um, Ratha Man, the Statham one, in second, 3.7. Those Who Wish Me Dead, which I don't recognize, is in third and 2.8. Demon Slayer, Mujin Train, still in fourth with 1.8. And Ray of the Last Dragon, still on there in fifth (laughs) with 1.7. Man. I feel like... Hmm. Heart, some horror movies would come out to less than eight million in the before times. I was very surprised it made that much money. Yeah, um, this might uh, it might have helped them. Right. <laughs> it might have been a good thing for them. Uh, yeah, all right, I mean, yeah, Chris Rock brings out people too. That's them. Yeah, <laughs> that's everyone clapping that's for the, Chris Rock. That's the people. Yeah, you know. <laughs> All right, uh, I'm gonna hop into what I think is the biggest story, and we we uh, we dis- we disagree on what the biggest story is, but they're similar <laughs> yeah. stories. So you're yeah. gonna do yours for Daniel. Well, I, I picked mine before this other one right. became a story. So Amazon <laughs> wants to acquire MGM for nine billion dollars <laughs> with a B. Yep. And um, I'm gonna point out that uh, again, there are things like these nine billion dollar deals, and we still can't get more people to give us five dollars a month. Uh, <laughs> I'm just as entertaining as MGM. We're gonna have another live show. 
at Fantastic Fest. I mean, that's not confirmed. I'm assuming. It'd <laughs> yeah. be stupid not to yeah. have our show. Unless you hear otherwise. <laughs> yeah, assume we're going to have a live show. We'll have some more famous people. It'll be fun. At least get Doug Benson uh, on there smoking some weed with us. Yeah. Not that I do that. Uh, anyway, we can't get... But anyway, Amazon wants to acquire MGM. MGM, uh, I know, has a weird story because it was at one point owned by Disney. Mm-hmm. It was like th- what they did to have like adult movies yeah, yeah. A separate thing it yeah, went, which is kind of what they're doing with hulu now yeah it went yeah. bust and then it was um mostly bought by uh, a chinese company mm-hmm. um because this company and everyone that runs it really loved james bond and MGM <laughs> yeah, owns the rights doesn't? to james bond <laughs> yeah and so all the new bonds have come because of the the resurgence of mgm but now amazon wants to buy it and then I'm like, okay, I mean, what else are you getting? So MGM has Bond and it has Creed as franchises. But mm-hmm. everything else is kind of like more one one offs until I, I did a little digging. Yeah. They own all of Stargate. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. is interesting. And there's a whole other series apparently about this t- TV news, so it doesn't matter. But <laughs> there's supposed to be another Stargate series coming out. But okay. MGM owns United Artists, not the theater, the production company, and Orion Pictures, which oh, okay. Orion only came out back out in the last three years. Yeah. Yeah, they Orion did the, uh, the new Bill and Ted's. They did, and I have that. They, the first movie they bought as a brand new company was Anna and the Apocalypse. Oh, okay. So now uh, yeah. Amazon's going to own Anna and the Apocalypse. Which, yeah, get the poster yeah, for posters right on there. Yeah, the, for the From Texas Fantastic Fest. From, <laughs> world, it was the world premiere, excuse me. <laughs> The world premiere was at Fantastic Fest. Uh, I love that movie. And all the kids came and uh, sang karaoke on my hey. stage when I still <laughs> worked there. All right. Uh, <laughs> when but, jobs were a yeah, thing. When jobs were a thing. Uh, they own Bill and Ted and they own RoboCop. So that's mm-hmm. more stuff. I want to see a whole end in the Apocalypse trilogy. That's what I want to see. Yeah. But maybe you know what we're going to get instead? What? <laughs> Another RoboCop. <laughs> Man, that last one was not good. But I'll bring it up every time. That one scene where it's just Yo. his head, heart, and hand. Yo. That's some body horror right there. I will never forget <laughs> that scene for the rest of my life. I don't fucking like it fuck you i don't like it fuck i think you. about it all the time and he's just like crying he's like oh god <laughs> there's nothing left yeah. just seeing your body with just a head heart and hand yeah the only amount that was left is the part that can recognize that there's nothing else i know right like why couldn't it just be neck down and it's a robot head yeah. but matt would still have a dick you know all right move it on uh in the Heights director, John M. Chu, mm. before In the Heights is even out, uh, really wants to take a crack at Hamilton. Okay. Uh, which, you know, will be much he harder. to do, like, an actual theatrical right. version. Right. Uh, which will be harder because, one, it's owned by Disney. Yeah. <laughs> and when Disney redoes musicals, they're not um, good. good. <laughs> they're not good. Yep. Don't step on my joke ever, motherfucker. Fuck you. Fuck you. Uh, that was good. I like that. All right. Uh, they're not uh, good. Uh, and I'm like, maybe? Because, like, In the Heights looks really good. I just, I have, yeah. you know, I'm so emotionally connected to the musical version now. Mm. And the whole point of them filming the musical version and doing, like, two extra shows at their peak that they didn't want to do just to get it filmed correctly yeah. was because they're like, this will not work as a real movie. It'll lose its charm. Yeah, and it's amazing because of the scope. But then again, in the uh, the you know the musical filming, you don't really get the scope because every review I've ever read of people that have like watched 
it live is like you don't see all the shit going on behind and the, and the set moving mm, yeah, like it yeah. loses something so maybe i mean i'd watch it yeah and, w- and at least we already have the one that they did right we already have know, it so the, if it's not as good it's like whatever yeah you know, be- you, new you beauty and the beast sucks it. i still get to go watch the old beauty exactly and the beast. yeah it's, it's who gives not a shit? yeah it's not that they they didn't film the original and now they're making a right. theatrical that might suck i'm also very now emotionally attached to that set of actors from the live mm. recording yeah because i've watched it a th- billion thousand gajillion times yeah uh yeah maybe, maybe give give it a couple more years you, yeah. you know no. but i mean I, I assume this would take years of development yeah you that's know. true so even if we got the green light now which uh, i guess we'll see how in the heights does and maybe disney will say yes yeah but speaking of hamilton mm-hmm. leslie odom jr yeah has been added to the cast of Knives Out 2. Yeah, Along yes. with... With, uh... Was it, uh... Catherine Hahn. Agatha all along. And Janelle Monet, Right? Who did that Oscars opening. That musical yeah. number, remember? That yeah, was very yeah, bizarre. Yeah. And everyone... Uh, new word for the day, lambasted it. <laughs> yeah. I remember knows that. Uh, but I loved I thought it was so bizarre and yeah. funny. And she's like on the ground yodeling. And I'm like, I'm fucking into this. This is different. Yeah. Yeah. She is, uh, if nothing else, a performer. <laughs> and I've said it for years. Catherine Hahn is my favorite actress, man. Oh, Ever yeah. since I saw her in The Goods, mm-hmm. that's the fucking shit. Yeah. She did this. I cannot remember the name of the series, but she did this series on HBO that I watched where she just plays like a, mo- like a single mother who's like, very dependent on her like horrible son who mm. the son goes away to college and is just like very dismissive and treats her shittily and now she just has this empty house and it's like about her reclaiming her personality and sexuality Ooh. okay as like a person who is like has spent the last 18 years caring for this horrible child <laughs> yeah. and loves him with all her heart but like now i can have hobbies again now i can mm. have relationships with other people as opposed to my whole life caring for this like individual yeah uh, and she gets naked in it word yeah <laughs> but it's not gratuitous and i like that about it nice <laughs> but whatever that show's called go watch it yeah and i always loved her uh recurring role in a uh, parks and rec oh my god well. yeah oh what just... the hell was her name in parks and rec that's gonna yeah bother. she's the uh like the, the something legal, barkley like strategist Bar- I say for... barkley. yeah Fuck, oh she's so me. good <laughs> she's so good poncho <laughs> yeah. poncho everything here is so cheap uh yeah that character is like the, the same character she is in the goods. It's a, yeah. I fucking love Catherine Hahn. Yeah. Love Janelle Monet. I love Leslie Odom Jr. Uh, uh, my my buddy James, who uh, uh, does trivia night for a venue I book in town, posted like he like did the list of everyone who's been added mm. so far, and he's like, all of these people have sung at least one musical. Some of them are known for their musicals. Mm. Wouldn't it be amazing if Knives Out 2 and 3 was a murder <laughs> mystery <laughs> musical? <laughs> and they're just not telling anyone. <laughs> and I thought that was pretty fucking clever. <laughs> Ryan Johnson's like, you already gave me my $200 million. Like, fuck it, I'm doing a musical. I've got all the money. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> Fuck, fuck you. you. In fact, can we get some people uh, singing Fuck You? Fuck you. Oh, thank you. That's wonderful. <laughs> this is the musical, or at least Frank Johnson's part of it. Fuck you. Yeah. Give me my money. <laughs> like, to, to the tune to a Star Wars, because yeah. he doesn't care. Money. Give me that money. 
all the money, all the money, all the give me all the money, give me all the money. All right, this bit's done. That's neat. Dan, I don't have a lot of respect for pro wrestling. No. And you know, a lot of my friends do, and a lot of my friends are pro pro wrestlers. wrestlers. And when I say pro wrestlers, I mean they are at least some of them formerly, some of them currently on TV all the time. Yep. You know, AEW, WWE. um, But I think it's dumb. I think it's real (laughs) dumb. And like, here's something that happened that's real dumb. So WWE's uh, last back, it's called Backlash. It's one of the shows they put on. Mm -hmm. Had a shit ton of zombies on the show (laughs) to promote (laughs) Zack Snyder and Dave Bautista's The Army of the Dead. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) you know, because like some of the fans, and I've been to exactly one wrestling event ever and i'm like oh the fans are really into it Mm -hmm. and the suspension of disbelief they have rivals anything on the planet (laughs) oh yeah you know like they believe it's real so like when you do shit that's so blatantly stupid yeah it's like have zombies soap opera yeah yeah but like then you add in like mystical magical shit we don't need that (laughs) yeah 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 it's like days of our lives never had a zombie storyline there was one and i remember because i used to skip school all the time when i was a kid there was one soap (laughs) opera i think it was called passions Mm -hmm. where it did have like a lot of magic stuff and i'm like oh this this is i can get on board with okay but now as an adult yeah (laughs) fuck you and your zombies yeah it it wasn't like a brand new concept to the thing for almost no reason yeah yeah i'll fucking eat that so fuck you wwe AEW, <laughs> you're next Fuck on my you. list. <laughs> Fuck you. Yeah, I I used to be into wrestling a lot as a kid. That's when you're supposed to be into it. But let yeah. me tell you something. You go now, and there's That's... a bunch of adults into it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I went to a Monday Night Raw taping in Philly. Gross. Um, at the I think it was the Core State Spectrum at the time. Yep, sure. Um, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. I remember the Spectrum. Yeah. Uh, and that was in the WWF days. So <laughs> I, I fell out of wrestling pre-WWE changeover. World Wildlife Foundation times. Yeah. yeah. Man, there's a thunderstorm going on. It's weird that it sounds like me opening a candy wrapper. <laughs> All right. Um, that's weird. <laughs> Things that sound similar in microphones. That's right. That's definitely that the totally, thunderstorm. Totally that thing. But speaking of <laughs> Dave Bautista. <laughs> speaking of Dave Bautista, he says that Dune, the mm-hmm. new Dune, is one of the most beautiful films ever. Uh, and now, normally, I like to uh, make fun of people that, you know, say shit about that, but movies they're promoting at the time. Yeah. He's promoting. Yeah. But, like, but based on... That's not what he's promoting. <laughs> well, he's in it. I know, but he's out promoting Army of the Dead. <laughs> right, but, you know, they yeah. still have to say yeah, this yeah, kind of true. shit. Yeah, that's true. It's still, yeah, you know, it's not out yet. When he's, you say, like, yeah. oh, uh, Tenant's one of the most beautifully complex <laughs> movies of all time, and it's not, yeah. because you just happen to be in it. But I believe it because Old Dune was about that, like, visually yeah. spectacular movie, uh, yeah. the uh, story fucking stupid. Yeah, and, I mean, the we've seen the, the trailer, the first trailer for it, that looks stunningly it's, it's gorgeous. It's crazy good looking. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dan Benjamin, founder mm-hmm. of Five by Five, fucking loves Dune. Says he watches it multiple times each year, Word. and I can't. I could barely get through it once. I yeah, cannot believe I he loves that even, fucking movie. I haven't tried. It's rough. <laughs> and this is like part one, Dune. This isn't even the whole story. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, the best part about Dune is that Patrick Stewart's in it is like this real buff body, like <laughs> yeah. warrior man. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I've seen the uh, still oh. frames of that. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> All aboard the P train. You know what I'm saying Picard time. Um, it's like I can kill some board queen. <laughs> that's board right. With, with his bare, bare hands. fucking hands. <laughs> that's right. Uh, anyway, he says uh, Dune's one of the most beautiful uh, movies ever. Don't usually believe it, but I believe that. Yeah. Also, despite multiple places saying different things about Dune and its release, mm. uh, Warner Brothers, one of the many Warner companies, uh, <laughs> yeah. came out and said, no, no, like their comms person was like, it is the dual release thing. It is the same day yeah. on HBO Max as it is in the theaters. No matter what you've heard us talking about, this is 100% mm-hmm. the answer. And I'm sure that's the last we'll hear about Warner Media today. Yep. <laughs> yep. Definitely yeah. don't have any more <laughs> yeah. about that company. Yeah. Fuckers. All right. Um, the Dear Evan Hansen trailer came out. Yeah. And, I just uh, watched it. Did you? Yeah. Okay. I liked it. I yeah. didn't think I was going to like it. I like musicals in general very, mm-hmm. very much. Um, I don't actually understand how it was a stage show because it seems so like intimate mm. and, uh, you know, like based on him, like on his own little laptop, like yeah. it must be an incredible stage show, but this is taking the musical and making it a movie, like what they want to do to Hamilton. Like they're, they have done for in the Heights, yeah, yeah, yeah. countless other movies, but, uh, I'm fucking so I wanted to make fun because the kid, the guy playing the teenager is like 37 and looks like he's fucking 37. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it's a, it's a miles teller as Reed Richards in middle school yeah, situation. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I do not believe him to be a young man. Yeah. But isn't he's the guy from, and this is the cast, the original cast member. Right? I guess. I don't know. I didn't yeah. look too far into it, but I yeah. mean, it is, <laughs> it looks great. And like, once you get past that first suspension of disbelief, like, you know, oh, this guy definitely has three kids and a mortgage. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fucking solid, and I'm excited for that movie. Where, yeah, yeah, I think he was the part of the original cast, okay. and that that's why he was like clearly aging out. So they were like, right. hey, if we're gonna do this with this guy, we gotta do it now. I mean, get that shitty <laughs> Scorsese uh, algorithm in here, like <laughs> yeah. de-age him a few years. Like I can see the like the crow's feet around his eyes. Mm. And he's like, I'm just a loner yeah, high yeah, schooler. Just, yeah, paint out some wrinkles. Like, no wonder you don't have friends in high school. You've been in high school for 17 years. Just fucking graduate already. <laughs> You're the weird. How do you do, fellow kids? Jesus <laughs> yeah. fucking Christ. But it looks good. I'm excited for it. Um, help me out here. Uh, Dijimin Hansu. Uh, Jaman Hansu. Thank you. Jaman Hansu. Uh, officially coming back as the wizard for Shazam 2. Nice. Cool. Which I thought was interesting since he's dead. Yeah. But, you know, it's magic. <laughs> Who gives yeah. a shit? Magic could be, uh, uh, he's in a spirit realm or, you know, then, it's a flashback. I don't know. A while ago, I had a list of everyone who had been in both DCEU and MCU. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I lost it. And I looked all day for it and I couldn't uh-huh. fucking find it. But he's one of like the few. Yeah. The few that they're just like, cool. You you be whatever universe yeah. you want to be in. Yeah, because he, he also played the same character in Guardians 1 and Captain Marvel. Yeah, sure did. Yeah. Who? That's Who? A, I, well, I <laughs> yeah, that guy. There's, there's, like, there's, another, there's another name you might know me by. Star-Lord. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Star-Lord, Come on, man. man. <laughs> Famous outlaw? <laughs> Uh, Eric Banna says, if invited back to ever play the Hulk, he would not. 
Oh. <laughs> says that it was a very right. bad experience for him. I'm right. sure the reviews did not help. Oh, but yeah. But, like, everyone's asking that of anyone who's ever been in a Marvel movie now because of all the, the multiverse stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you could see the multiple hulks and shit yeah. now. I mean, but. I'm sure he'd take a paycheck to come, you know, cameo as not the Hulk. Oh, yeah, you sure. Know? <laughs> but wouldn't do a Hulk movie. Yeah, just like a like a wink and a nod, like, hey, he played the Hulk once, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, convictions are all on good till they offer you, you know, <laughs> yeah. this literal boat of money. Yeah. yeah it's in a boat. There's, there's paddles. Yeah. <laughs> there's a couple million to show up for 20 minutes. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, we, you know, we can't get people to give us five dollars a month at <laughs> patreon.com slash five by five of the movies uh james gunn says that almost all the main characters of suicide squad 2 die uh, <laughs> like which, it's, yeah in, in the like the original like press releases and things he was like don't get attached right <laughs> yeah. and i think this is pushed because like i think he got a lot of shit for having suicide squad one lose like one Maybe two main, two characters, one being main, one yeah. we met for like yeah. 30 well, not seconds. not him, but DC. He had not nothing him. to yeah, do with the right. first one. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, it was like, if he, yeah, I they killed like, Slipknot and like that was it. Well, and Diablo. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, you know, again, like no one main. Yeah. And the whole point is like, no, this is the Suicide <laughs> Squad. It should have a very bad survival rate yeah so he's been very clear from the beginning most are gonna die and says he has been getting daily online threats from people <laughs> saying don't kill off this character or these characters <laughs> you're trying to tell me that comic book movie fandom online might be a bit toxic <laughs> and i agree with that and i normally wouldn't be but like these are people that don't understand the concept it's <laughs> yeah. called the suicide squad and the comic book is based on they don't usually survive this. Yeah, yeah, there's a reason all of these characters are like below D list. Yeah, <laughs> you know, weasel and shit. <laughs> yeah, rat catcher two. <laughs> yeah, polka dot man. Right, <laughs> like... and people are so fucking angry at him. Like, one, if you're sending these angry messages to him, you do not understand the concept of Suicide Squad. And two, it's like he's one of the good ones. Like there are people that take these. Like think of people who take comic book uh, properties, like whoever made fucking Wanted. You know, yeah. or shit like that. And just <laughs> yeah. like, no. destroy them. Or, yeah. you know, like Thor 2. You know, like <laughs> people that take these shit. I'm kidding. That's the Russo brothers, I know. Yeah. Uh, but, like, and just, like, destroy these comic properties. Uh, and he's a good one, and he's going to do a really good job. And you know it's going to be a yeah. fun, great fucking movie. Uh, don't threaten James Gunn. We need <laughs> Maybe, him. I wonder if it's, like, the kind of thing that, like, he tends to, at least in the, like, Guardians movies, he does, like, uh, sort of what uh, like Joss Whedon loved to do, which was like, take your heart of the movie mm-hmm. character and kill them off. Right. So, I don't know if it has something to do with that, because he did that in the previous two Guardians movies, so... I don't, I don't think anyone important died in Serenity. <laughs> Nobody important? No, we'll call it a wash. It's fine. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. There it is. <laughs> I don't have that. Yaro, get on that. I need something like that. You know what else? Mm. Oh, it's time for Jane News. You know it now. Hey, so you know how we said that we're not going to talk about Warner Media anymore? I said I wasn't. <laughs> I got a lot. <laughs> so, uh, AT&T announced 
uh, or I guess it was like a joint announcement uh, a couple of days ago uh-huh. that Warner Media and Discovery are merging. <laughs> the deal, uh, if it passes Congress, mm-hmm. because or the Department of Justice, uh, because it's such a big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, the antitrust laws is that what it is? Yeah, monopoly laws. Yeah, exactly. Um, it'll close in theory about mid next year. Like it's gonna take a, about a year or so to to get it all sure. to go through. Um. So the the main reason this is all happening is because AT and T as a company is about 150 to 180 billion dollars in debt. What? <laughs> yeah. AT and T. AT and T. Um, they are a giant that. telecommunications company that, well, that I know tried to make a lot of money by becoming the distributor of their own media. So. Um, okay. AT&T bought Time Warner, um, or they, they bought DirecTV in 2015. <laughs> that was a good purchase. Yeah, that did well for them. And then they bought Time Warner in 2016 for $85 billion. Now... I can't get five dollars. <laughs> yeah, if you remember from 2016, mm-hmm. the current president at the time was not a fan of, uh, CNN... That was owned by Time Warner. Uh-huh. So there was a very long, drawn-out uh, Department of Justice battle to get that acquisition done, okay. that merger of uh, AT&T and Time Warner. So that finally went through, uh, and they were actually kind of ahead of the game. They wanted to... So basically, AT&T wanted uh, a streaming service for their mobile and newly acquired... Uh, direct tv customers mm-hmm. that would compete with netflix and amazon for you know streaming kingdom fuck you <laughs> um so this was back in 2016 uh right. fox wasn't up for sale until 2017 sure uh disney plus wasn't even announced until the end of 2018 right. so like they were actually kind of ahead of the game um in the streaming wars mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um it clearly did not work out so hot how do you uh, figure so in Fuck the yeah. uh, the list of the most subscribed uh streaming services i got one through eight here okay. uh netflix is top at 207 million subscribers <laughs> followed by amazon prime at 175 million uh number three drops down to 103 million that's disney plus that, that surprises that's me. pretty quick yeah um, and then drops down drastically again to 42 million for Apple TV Plus. That has to be like Xbox numbers right there. Like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like Xbox Live or something, too. Yeah, like four through seven are all between 40 and 42 and a half million subscribers. Okay. It's Apple TV Plus, Peacock, Hulu, and HBO Max. I'm surprised Hulu is so low. They have shit like Handmaid's Tale. I have yeah. to imagine that, like, when they're all around 40-something, that's mostly people that just have every service, too. Yeah. Like, these 40... It's not, like, a different 40 million subscribers. Yeah. Except for Paramount Plus, who apparently only has 9 million. What? And I have Discovery that. Plus, who is not in the top Wow. Eight. <laughs> I have that one, too. Yeah. Um, so, these, these numbers will all sort of start to make sense later. Um, oh, wait, hold on. I want to talk about Paramount Plus now. Mm. Like, 
Because they're Star Trek home chewing candy from the thunderstorm. Um, (laughs) Chewing that thunder. (laughs) I have to imagine that there's like a massive amount more than like 9 million Star Trek fans, right? Oh, yeah. So is it just like pirating the shows or like sharing logins or? I think it's because like I think the Star Treks are still on Netflix in the U.S. No, I mean the new ones. Oh, the new ones. Yeah. Like to watch Picard and Discovery. Lower oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Um, but it's also, I think they're on other services outside of the U.S. Oh, like, that makes more sense I think outside of the U.S., they're on like a Netflix or something else. Okay. Yeah. All right. I accept that. Yeah, I think the CBS All Access at the time was only like a U.S. and Canada thing, maybe. <laughs> and now Paramount Plus might only be the U.S. Right. Because um, I think they have different partnerships. I haven't in even Canada. logged on since they switched over. We pay for it every month. Yeah, I just finally logged in the other night to play some uh, Voyager while I was going to sleep. It's on Netflix. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm just waiting for Picard season two. Yeah, John Delancey. Um. So yeah, they're they're sitting at number eight on the list. Good lord. Uh, still. Higher than Discovery Plus, apparently. And like, let me tell you something. <laughs> I love 90 Day Fiance. Mm-hmm. Me and my girl sit and we'll watch that shit all day because it is trash. I like Deadliest Catch. I like Gold Rush. Mm-hmm. I can't ima- imagine they're that low. Like, people love this shit. Yeah, and, and there's another one that they own that kind of blows my mind that they're that tell low. Me. So uh, here's the, the list of things that Discovery owns. is the mm-hmm. Discovery Channel, clearly. Uh, the Science Channel. The mm-hmm. Food Network. Uh, HGTV, wow, um, TLC, Animal Planet, uh, the Eurosport Channel, which okay, okay. <laughs> and Oprah's own network. Okay, all right. So here's I my theory. I can't imagine Oprah's huh. network is that low in the ranking. Right, you know, here's maybe, my theory. Maybe it's not as a streaming service, you right? Know? Because all this shit's bougie. Like mm. you know, food and HGTV both snap to me is like people that things that people have on in the background all the time but it's yeah. people that have still have fucking cable, cable. yeah they still that's have, what it they is haven't cut the cord right yeah so it's like you have people you know shelling out 40 50 bucks a month as opposed to us smart ones that are spending 70 on 12 different streaming <laughs> services yeah. motherfucker that makes sense <laughs> So that's all the stuff uh, Discovery owns, which will then be added to your uh, HBO Max, your WB, HBO, Cinemax, CNN, Cartoon Network, Adult Swim, TBS, TNT, DC, uh, Animation, as well mm-hmm. as Film, uh, Turner Sports. Did you write down the, the number? I wrote the, down the number. Which number? That they're selling WB for. Oh, yes. Um so it is ba, 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 they are selling uh where do i have it i have a lot of information you want me to say here. it it's not on there uh 43 billion dollars motherfucking <laughs> dollars fuck you and fuck you so discovery is spending 43 billion to only own 29% of this new company that they're making. I don't know where they're getting this money from. <laughs> Me neither. Who just has Cable this? subscriptions, I guess. Right? Uh, <laughs> or licensing know, two cable We companies. have a friend that used to work for Warner Brothers, and he sent us in a recorded message for this. Oh, this how nice of him. Christian Bale, <laughs> uh, not happy that they're leaving HBO um, now, so... Fuck you! Yeah, <laughs> there he goes. Fuck you! Yeah. Fuck you! He's got a limited vocabulary. Fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> 
Fuck you! I always just assume the English people have, you know, better vocabulary. That's all you ever says. <laughs> uh, so the, the theory is that AT&T basically wants out of the media business. <laughs> they want to be uh, <laughs> just go back to being a telecommunications company just build their 5g network mm-hmm, they're like mm-hmm. we're already 150 billion in debt we don't want to be spending a hundred million dollars on every huge new TV chunk show. of that debt taken out though yeah that's like a th- that's, that's almost, almost a third close of their to a debt. third i mean not close because seven billion is not close yeah. but when a, whatever you know 26 27 yeah. of their debt gone yeah and they still own 71% of this new independent right. company. So they're not the parent company, but they still own right. 71%, which they can sell. So, yeah, I was just going to say, like, then theoretically, at that rate, <laughs> it would be all your debt. All your debt's gone, and just then you this. just wash your hands clean and make your 5G network and have good relationships with a streaming service, you know? Sure. You but don't then own you don't... it anymore, but you might be able to grandfather in, but hey, the... our customers still get access. But the thing you're shitting on is your ability to take an actual diarrhea on Zack Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you don't get anymore. You're giving that up. Yeah. You're giving up the ability to just crush Zack Snyder's fucking soul. That's okay. You can go play with WWE. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a good theory, though. Um, yeah, and so here's a here's sort of what the the hierarchy and everything was all was confusing. Um, so here's what's uh, the actual thing. Tell me. So uh, the CEO of AT and T is John Stanky. <laughs> Great last name. <laughs> so Tony Stank. <laughs> uh, he replaced the old CEO in 2020. So he's only been CEO for the last year and a half. Um, he replaced Randall Stevenson, who was the guy who just who decided to buy DirecTV and Time Warner, and lost the company a fuck ton of money, and then stepped down. He still got his nut though. Yeah. So John Stanky took over for him, and now he's just like, oh, we just want to not do that anymore. We just want to be the AT and T telecommunications. Mm-hmm. We don't even we don't want to deal with media anymore. Um, so under AT and T is Warner Media, uh, which is uh, headed by uh, Jason Keelar, uh, who was brought in from being the CEO of Hulu. Mm-hmm. They wanted the digital guy to come run HBO the new streaming service, sure. yeah, to to create the HBO Max, mm-hmm. which was a weird deal because him running the streaming service, but while also still being the boss. Of the regular of film all of people. the film and TV companies that are under him. Fuck you. So he's the guy who was making the decisions to say, hey, all of the WB movies that are coming out for mm-hmm. the next year are also going to be on streaming. That's fucking over an entire industry. Yeah, without negotiating with anybody or like fucking over contracts for everybody because he was right. like, uh, I don't care where they brought me here to build our streaming service and that's what I'm going to do. Um. So he's rattling a bunch of cages, yeah, um, including that of uh, Toby Emmerich, who is the head of Warner Brothers Pictures. Is that Roland Emmerich's kid, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but he was the guy who we talked about a couple of weeks ago. Uh, was pissed about all of the streaming decisions that Jason Keeler was doing. Fuck um, you! And yeah. tried to go leave and get a job at Netflix, but Netflix told him, uh, "No thanks." Yeah, you <laughs> fucked up the industry, you dumb shit. Yeah. And then, uh, fuck you. 
even even deeper in the company's hierarchy is uh, DC, and that's where you get the president of DC is Walter Hamada. I got one of those for him, too. Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> He's the racist son of a bitch. Yeah. So it looks like we've got a good person at AT&T, a shitty person at Warner Media, a good person at Warner Brothers, and then a shitty person at DC. <laughs> so it's... Balanced, as all things should be. <laughs> yeah. Perfectly balanced. Um, so that's the structure on the AT&T side. So apparently, yeah, John Stanky doesn't want to do with media. The guy he's got in charge of doing the media, nobody likes him. Dark <laughs> and the people, people and the under light him rises to, to meet it. Yeah. So apparently <laughs> the guy who owns, uh, so John Stanky and Toby Emmerich, the two mm-hmm. decent people in this tree, yep. uh, are golfing buddies with David Zaslav. <laughs> David Zaslav is the guy who owns <laughs> Discovery. <laughs> <laughs> so he's an old school TV guy uh. who worked who worked for NBC Universal for 20 years and that's how he got the gig at Discovery. Uh. So they were all golfing buddies going like, "Man, what are we going to do? Hey, what well, what if we just combine these media companies and uh AT&T could just be AT&T again and then all run it?" So you can, so we can kick out this guy you don't like, who is running right. Warner. Right. We'll call it something else, and they're like, "Hey, that sounds great." Uh, and that's basically what led to all of this. Okay. So they're, called, they're all called. The buddies. one thing I don't understand is when do they all? When did they decide to buy Build a Bear? <laughs> because I heard all these powerful guys that make these golf decisions all go hang out at Build a Bear. Well, they said that they're going to make the announcement of the new name of the new company in the uh-huh. next week or two. So maybe that's what they'll be called. Build a Bear, yeah, the Build a Bear group. I hear about it. I watch a lot of YouTube uh, videos at night. So these famous guys, you know, that's where they did the Manhattan Project, right? The Build a Bear. Yeah. Yeah. God damn it! I hate everything. <laughs> So, I love the cereal one, theme, though. Yeah, one one more uh, red string to connect to all of this. Hit me. So David Zaslav being uh, the guy who's going to take over for this new company, mm-hmm. who was the head of Discovery, who had been uh, the a main TV guy at NBC Universal for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably who's going to buy that 71% of right. uh, that AT&T still controls. Sure. Why so, wouldn't you? If we remember from before those streaming numbers, mm-hmm. uh, if you add Peacock right into HBO Max and Discovery Plus and uh-huh. all of that, now you're starting to compete with Disney. Got it. So you're jumping I can't from believe that. Peacock's in the top ten. It's because they yeah. have the Office. It's it's the Office and Friends. Yeah, I think that's it. Um. So yeah, you're going from two services with forty million each, mm-hmm. uh, and a sub nine million. Right. But there's gonna be some overlap. I was just gonna say if if it's the same yeah. people own both, yeah, then but it might not be. If they're accounts with different logins, and then you just grandfather them in, I think you still, even if it's the same person with two emails, right. I think you get to report that as you know different that subscribers. Help you. That's stupid. Yeah, yeah. Um, but that's what that's how you jump up to the hundred million category Fuck and yeah. actually compete with Netflix, Amazon, and Disney. Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> so it seems to be like a win-win-win for everybody involved, except for Jason Keelar, who's getting pushed out because he sucks. Oh, fuck him. 
Uh, I don't even like Netflix that much, but it's always the first one I open. Yeah, Fuck you. Same. It's just, it's like the first slot in my Roku. It's like I don't like Facebook, yeah. but I'll, I'll keep <laughs> yeah. it open all the time. Yep. Yeah. Same. Because to me, it's just synonymous with internet. Yeah. <laughs> There's that. What else you got? Uh, and that's that's it for uh for that was a good news. deep was, dive yeah. that was some investigative reporting i'm really proud of you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a, a rabbit hole into a rabbit hole into sure. a rabbit hole <laughs> where is walter amata <laughs> why is my, he hiding my add hyper focusing sure. superpower comes in handy that's great <laughs> yeah. i like every episode like that you do a deep dive <laughs> yeah. makes me happy <laughs> Why the fuck do we need this in the world? Uh, Paul Verhoeven, who we've been talking about a lot. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, we talk about the good things he've do- he's done, but he did some mm-hmm. pretty shitty misogynistic things in his career. Mm-hmm. Well, we call him uh, Tits and Explosions. Yeah, Tits and Explosions. That's right. Yep, because uh, he's from Amsterdam. That's right. I want to go to Amsterdam. Yeah. All right. Uh, so basically, he did Basic Instinct. Mm-hmm. And Basic Instinct has a very famous scene where Sharon Stone is being interrogated in a police Mm -hmm. station by Wayne Knight. (laughs) Yep. And she's... The scene that anybody remembers, whether you've seen the movie or not. And she she slowly uncrosses and recrosses her legs, uh, exposing her vagina. Yep. And during the filming, Sharon Stone's like, I don't want to do that. I think it's, you know, sexist and shitty. And she's a young actress, too, so it took a lot of courage for her to say this. Yeah. And they said, you know, we're not going to use the footage. It's to get the reaction from the male mm-hmm. actors. Like, I promise I won't put this in the film. Yep. And he yep. did that with a couple different scenes. Yeah. And so and he that's, lied. That's when you say, okay, get that camera away right. <laughs> if we're not using that camera. That or <laughs> move it. <laughs> I think you know, the idea was like, you can't tell what how far in or out it zoomed. Yeah, I would yeah. just have screamed stunt cock. Yeah. Stunt cock. You need that reaction shot of Wayne Knight looking at some pussy, dude. Yeah. Get a different pussy. Yep. Guess there's, there's like 20 PAs here. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yep. uh, it was Hollywood, baby. Yeah. How many porn actresses there right. are who are more than sure. happy to show them a yeah. picture. Yeah. <laughs> it's Wayne Knight. How many has he actually seen? Yep. You know? Uh, yep. Lots so, of people love to sure. make some uh, sag minimum, you know? Sure. <laughs> sag minimum. There's a joke in there. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's the 30 year anniversary of Basic Instinct, mm-hmm. and Paul Verhoeven has. Announced that he's going to release a triple X cut of this movie mm-hmm. because Which, kind kind of a clever pun XXX being the Roman numeral thirty for the oh 30th fuck anniversary. I didn't I did not put that together mm-hmm. hold on uh, yeah good <laughs> yeah. job yeah. yeah I was like oh oh I feel so two ways about it because it's a clever pun but yeah. oh. <laughs> so he's releasing an XXX cut with all of this terrible shit he put all the women in this movie specifically mostly sharon stone yeah uh throwing this movie and now they're gonna release it um and like this whole uh story of her is only it's a new story because it came out mostly at the tail end of me too yeah and it's kind of like well anyway here's her statement about it she says they decided to release the director's xxx cut for the 30th anniversary there are new screen actors guilds rules that have been made uh and created but they were made after I, as a young lady, made this film, so they don't apply to me. Yeah, regrets not retroactive. Are, regrets are like farts. You can't get them back. Once they're <laughs> out, they're stinky and they're gone. So one, <laughs> I love that Sharon Stone's making <laughs> fart jokes. Yeah. Uh, two, uh, it's bullshit that these rules don't... Um, don't apply. apply. Yeah, especially if it's not like, like, okay, I guess you can't 
do it for like the version that was already there. But if you're gonna make a new version, that's what I think the rule is. Footage, yeah, yeah, like that should apply because you're using something you didn't use before. Sure. So it's like it's bullshit that it it, that it doesn't apply to that, right? And I have to imagine it's so that you know you don't have. Like, oh, I, we paid you for one movie, but we shot so much stuff, we split it into Kill Bill Part 1 and Part 2. Yeah. You know, so now it's two movies, mm-hmm. and you only get paid for the one, but we get to double dip. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, it doesn't affect... Uh, and again, like, if you have a female actress that says, hey, you tricked me into something, and I don't want this footage release, and you do it anyway, mm-hmm. I don't understand why he can't get sued like Girls Gone Wild guy did. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he should be. We yeah. don't need this cut. We especially don't need it. If she was like, fuck yeah, look at this pussy from 30 years ago. This is great. (laughs) And it was consensual. That's, you know, fucking wonderful. That's wonderful. But she's saying, I don't want you to look at it. It, To me, it's not very much different than the fappening. Yeah. You know, it's there. there is, you know, scenes or video of pictures of this woman that she does not want out in the world. Mm -hmm. She no longer consents to them being out. And he's going to put them out anyway. So we don't need it. And he can go fuck himself. Yep. That's what I feel about it. Yeah. That's all. Agreed. That's it. <laughs> Fuck you. You know, I'm sure, you know, you're weird and you're jerking off in your basement to it yourself. <laughs> yeah, just leave it at that. Yeah. Stop it. Yep. That's it. But I'm going on a light note. It's time to light the mood before we go. I'm glad I started doing this at the beginning of the pandemic because I like to go out on unhappy <laughs> news. Yeah. The website Pop Sugar confirms something. <laughs> okay, this is like a like a, like a uh, kind of like a movie site, but it's mostly just like pop culture, like Word. yeah, just fun stuff. <laughs> uh, you've seen School of Rock, yes, <laughs> the movie with Jack Black. <laughs> uh, you know, I won't I won't say it's my favorite Jack Black movie. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'd probably put it down towards the bottom. I don't really care for it that much. Yeah, it's kind of middling for me. I love Jack Black. Mm-hmm. But some of the movies, like, like, I hate Nacho Libre. Like, some oh, of the movies I, I he does. I can't watch it. I know I'm some glad. people love that movie. I, I cannot I know get people, it. intelligent, like, emotionally <laughs> intelligent people that say it's their favorite movie. Yeah. And I'm like, besides the fact that it is blaringly racist, <laughs> I mean, incredibly racist, and no one's called him out for it, and I don't understand that yeah. at all. Like, this, uh, yeah, this shitty fake Mexican accent he's doing. Anyway, yeah, um, some people put it in like the like a Napoleon Dynamite kind of cat- that's category. Absurd. But I'm like, no, that's they're different. That's only because the c- cinematography may be similar. Yeah, but nothing else. Anyway, yeah, uh, two <laughs> of the kids from School of Rock uh, are dating. Okay, and that makes me really happy because they're grown as <laughs> adults. It's uh, Caitlin Hale and Angela Masagili. Okay, no, Mas Masagli Masagli. Whatever. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, so, it comes 18 years after the film's release. Wow. Um, they both played two of the kids in the class. Hale played Marta, or the blondie. She's the the tiny little blonde backup singer. Oh, uh, okay. La, la, yeah, 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 yeah. She also has like kind of like the longer face. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> that's the best way to describe it. And then uh, uh, Anthony is like kind of like the chunky kid is one of the security guards. His name is Frankie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's like two very minor like they probably got together and became friends because they had so much time on set not doing anything <laughs> yeah um they recently moved to nyc and they're both very normal uh hale uh blondie is an obgyn ultrasound tech uh technologist all right 
I didn't know that was a that was a word. Uh, and then massively, massively, fuck him. <laughs> uh, so good with names. Frankie. Uh, <laughs> God, that's xenophobic of me. I'm gonna work on that. I'm gonna work on that. Uh, he's a law school graduate, so they're both doing good. They live Word. in New York, and um, nice. I just think that's funny as <laughs> yeah. shit. It yeah, just, it, it's kind of delightful, right? It made me happy. I'm like, you know, what? In, a, in a shitty COVID world, uh, you know, they found love, and like, imagine like loving the movie School of Rock. Imagine like it's your favorite movie, and there has to be people out there that's their favorite. And you're in New York, and you're sitting in a restaurant, and you look over, and you're like, Is that fucking two of the kids School of Rock? Are they making out? They holding it? What the fuck? What the fuck? She's in scrubs. He's still wearing his uh, graduation cap for some reason. <laughs> the fuck are they? Are they? Are they? Are they filming a movie right now? Is this a sequel? I want them to just do like a, a YouTube series where they play their characters from School of Rock and just <laughs> being domestic. Hey, remember that guy kidnapped us? Yeah, I do remember. That. Yeah, that was weird. Do like an update series with like all of the kids. No, episode. Not just all of them. Just those two minor ones. <laughs> These kids that maybe have two or three lines the entire <laughs> fucking movie. And just them like having trauma bonded over one, <laughs> losing an entire year of their education, and two, being kidnapped <laughs> and not knowing about it. Yeah. I, I would watch that. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone who's listened to this episode. <laughs> Thanks, Dan, for being here. A thunderstorm kind of cleared up. Candy wrapper didn't. <laughs> I had a lot of candy. Thought you were gonna have a little more cover, huh? Yeah, I did. I it was be a boom, chomp, 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 chomp. But you know, if you want me to stop eating candy during the episode, uh, give us five dollars. Patreon.com. Patreon.com slash five by five with the movies, movies, and I'll stop eating fucking candy during the show. I'll take it more seriously. <laughs> give me some fucking money. You can shoot us any thoughts, concerns, criticisms, or most importantly sponsorship opportunities mm-hmm. at five by five film at gmail.com what was our uh, sponsor this week oh it's blooms and moonlight.com blooms and moonlight.com Bloom, blooms and moonlight.com and that's where you can get all sorts of fancy like um you know pins and mm-hmm. decorations things for the house very nice it'd be stupid not to go to blooms and moonlight.com mm-hmm. i lost my place in the notes because we did a bit there it is <laughs> You can find us on Facebook with all the red hot memes at Five by Five with the movies. Thank you, Dan Benjamin, Five by Five Podcast Network, and the entire team at Fire at the time. We'll see you next week with another Five by Five with the movies. Roll credits. Roll credits.